Hello and welcome to the Cracking Cybersecurity Podcast. I'm Anna, editor at TICE, the leading cybersecurity site for high-level security experts. A few weeks ago, I caught up with cybersecurity expert Martin Smith, overlooking not such a bad sea view in Monte Carlo at the inaugural Cybersecurity Connect UK, a three-day event co-organized by the networking forum SASIG, the Security Awareness Special Interest Group. Martin is the chairman of both SASIG and the security company, which delivers bespoke security awareness training to companies. On the podcast, Martin discusses humour and humanity, what is needed to inspire security culture behaviour change within an organisation, and why the security industry needs to stop isolating itself from other industries. As usual, I'll be back at the end of the podcast with a cyber tip of the week. But first, here is Martin on why the security industry needs to look beyond technology to find solutions. The Air Force is run by pilots, the NHS is run by doctors, and the cybersecurity world is run by techies. So, obviously, the solution lies within their own knowledge. But I think, as I said yesterday, sometimes we are hampered by our knowledge as well as helped by it. So if we are techies, by nature, we will see the problem as a technical problem and the solution as a technical problem, technical solution. But if you look at this from a position of status, Apollo 13, best film ever, when it's all going wrong, uh, the mission controller says, guys, let's just look at this. What's happening? This doesn't sound like an instrument problem. I'm hearing about bangs and chimneys and gases being vented into the atmosphere. This is not an instrument problem. Let's look at this position of status. So I always say, let's look at cybersecurity for a position of status. What is going wrong? Well, it's going wrong at the human level. If it's going wrong at the human level, that's where we need the solution. We've fixed everything else. Everything else is working except for this bit. So let's stop trying to fix the bit that's already fixed. It's frustrating because, yeah, get it, Martin, but I'm a techie, so I'm going to stick with what I know. Um, and it's taken a lifetime to try and change that attitude. And I think I'm getting there slowly. I think we are beginning to see a move away from the purely technical solution to one that combines both technical and process and people. And that is, you know, it's taken 20 years to get here, but we're starting to arrive. Martin, you've been in this industry for a while. A lifetime, what have you learned about anything, about people, or about human nature, oh about security? What is it? Why did you ask me an easy question? <laughs> what have I learned? Yeah, what has, what has been that constant or that whatever it is? I always refer to my old dad. He's been dead for years and years now. But he used to say things to me when I was younger, when I was a kid, that I've only really turned around and, and properly understood now. He was a teacher or schoolmaster he always referred to himself as a schoolmaster and he used to say something which I've always used you know what son some kids are so stupid they can't even do wrong right and it's true with crooks and criminals you know some of them are so stupid they can't even do wrong right you've just got to learn but the one that really sticks in the mind is that he used to tell me he, he taught me courtesy and courtesy I think is, is a core essence of this event courtesy on both sides treating each other with respect and that's been a huge huge thing um i run my you know i'm loud i'm rude you know sometimes i'm inappropriate underneath it all though i believe absolutely in courtesy in treating everybody with the complete respect they each deserve um but my dad used to say to me 
And I think if, you, if I want to ask you a question, Margaret, he used to say to me, the truth rarely hurts. And that is such a thing we need to remember. The truth rarely hurts. Lies get more and more complicated. If we are honest with each other, and if vendors and users are honest with their challenges, with their solutions, and if they are courteous with each other, I don't know how better to operate in business. Show each other respect, be honest with each other, and be courteous with each other. It goes such a long way. I also liked yesterday when we were talking about the board and how to how CISO should be talking to the board. And you mentioned your father then and how, how bad news doesn't travel up. He used to come out with some crackers. I mean, he used to say, it's true, bad news never travels upwards. Nobody's got the courage to say, boss, we, you know, how are we doing? We're doing fine, sir. No, you know, that, the boss doesn't want to know that we're doing fine if we're not. I can't operate my business unless I know what's happening. And I don't thank anybody in my own team for not telling me how things are. If it's bad news, tell me. So, yes, the CISO community have to pass up the chain, regardless of, you know, how are we doing on, on cybersecurity? Well, do you know what? We're not doing that well, boss. You know, we haven't got enough funding. We're not doing enough, this, that, and the other. That's what the boss needs to hear. What do you think is the greatest challenge right now in the community? It's not a, it's not a challenge. I think it's an opportunity here for um, us to communicate better with our business. We have been isolated. We have isolated ourselves for too long. Um, we have to communicate better with the business, all parts of the business. One of the, one of the great premises of SASIC is that we should not just talk to cybersecurity people. SASIC membership now includes HR. We work very closely with CIPD. With supply chain, we work very closely with CIPS. Um, we, we, we talk to the legal sector. We have a, a legal sector work stream where we are examining ways that law and cyber are beginning to butt up against each other and the solutions that are coming out of that. We have a diversity work stream. You know, we must reach out to all parts of, of, of the business community. We must attract different talent from different places. I think is a real opportunity now for us to come out of the cold, and we should. Um, a lot of us are still scared of doing so. A lot of us like to hide within our knowledge, hide within our specialism, to believe that we are different, we're, we're special, we're IT, you know. But our business leaders don't thank us for that. We have to be engaged, and I am doing my best within the SASIC movement to do that. The level of seniority that we're attracting now, the sorts of CISOs that are active in the SASIC community are all of that, that voice. Um, this is starting to be more than me now. It's, there's a voice of our own starting to gather. And it's those senior CISOs saying this. That, and you heard some of it yesterday in the boardroom. I mean, those are very, very senior people in that room. And they are all saying what we all know in our hearts, that we can't do this on our own anymore. This is not a technical problem that can be solved with technology. It's a business problem that needs to be solved with the business. And if we don't respond to that, the business will move on and leave us behind. And that would be a shame.
I noticed yesterday when we were talking about security awareness, there's a lot of humor in the way you communicate, in the way you pass the message about you know, good security hygiene. What's the key to, to communicating I well? I don't think it's humor. I think it's humanity. I think we need to be people rather than a specialist of some sort. I do believe in humour. I think there is a very fine line between humour and triviality. I think too often security awareness programmes are trivial and transient. And to your average employee who are hard-working, intelligent people, too often they're insulting. Um, so humour needs to be grown-up, intelligent, adult humour. Um, and it's not humour, it's humanity. It's being seen to be a real person. The CISO and his or her team, they are real people, just like the rest of us, as opposed to some geek sat in the dark somewhere with lots of flashing lights in front of them. I have this thing about branding. Um, you know, everybody wants to brand our world in black and red with the devil's eyes staring out of some horrible dark corner somewhere that we should be bright and blue and open and the Cybersecurity Connect branding is all blue and bright and open this is not a problem guys we can do this, we can work with you we can fix this if we don't we're all screwed but we can do this so uh, yeah, humanity and overcoming security fatigue I mean if we're talking specifically about security awareness um our users are people. They have homes, they have families, they have lives. Work is only part of it. We shouldn't try and isolate the cybersecurity problem to the workplace. We should educate them about being safe online, full stop. Cyberspace is a fabulous place. You know, Monaco is a wonderful place. Um, London's a wonderful There are places I wouldn't go here on my own. And cyberspace is the same. If you're careful and you know what you're doing, it's perfectly safe to walk around cyberspace. Um, so... Yeah, but we, we can't see cyberspace, can we? No, we can but we're see in it. Here. We, we can't see air, but we're in it. We know what to do. And I just feel that, that, that we should treat our workforce, let me use that word, our employees, our user community. I, there, there's a big debate about what you call them, but I mean, they're, they're the people we work with, our colleagues. We treat them as whole people. So we educate them about cyberspace at home and at work. And we tell them half a dozen things to keep them safe and those half a dozen things are so basic that it's unforgivable that we still haven't solved it it's unforgivable that so many organizations still operate at such a trivial level when they're trying to address human aspects of the cybersecurity story it's it's tell me more about the trivial just the way that it's done, the tick box exercise, bit of computer-based training, once a year, job done. Right, move on. Let's do stuff that we enjoy. Let's do stuff that interests us. Let's do techie things. Whereas if you look at what's going wrong, look at this from a position of status, it's going wrong at the human level. And I used an expression yesterday, which I've, I've used for a long time. We, as an industry, for too long, have concentrated on brain surgery when the patient is just dying of the common cold. I don't need huge defences when my users use the word password as their password, and they still do. But I don't see it as a problem. I see it as an opportunity. 
there's so much been done already at the technical level and there's so much more that we can do now to make that technical stuff work better. I always use the expression as well that the security awareness part of this is the oil that makes everything else that we spent our money on work better. You wouldn't build a beautiful engine and then not put any oil in it. So where would you like more focus to be placed? It's culture change. It's, it's mindset that so much can be done by users so easily with no effort whatsoever just you know if you look at it as road safety all let's all drive on the on on one side of the road and let's keep an eye on our mirrors and um, let's not drink and drive you know basic basic things that transform road safety and there are half a dozen things and NCSC have, have published it guidelines so much and there's been so much good work done there's half a dozen behaviors if we could change would transform an organization's risk profile simple simple things i mean they're just obvious passwords sharing information you know reporting reporting all the time one of the things that i find stunning in most organizations is that they have no facility for a user to report an issue it it, guys you know and you go and investigate a breach. Oh, yeah, I knew that was bad. I knew that was a problem. I didn't know who to tell. It wasn't my problem. Basic stuff. And you're a busy man. Sussex, the security company, this amazing event, Cyber Security Connect UK. How do you unwind? Because this is a stressful job. Surely it is. This is a joy. This is a privilege. My hobby is Sussex. Um, my business is run by my managing director Zoe Edmeads. She does a wonderful job. I'm called in when I'm needed. Other than that, my business runs itself, and now I get to play all the time with Sasic. What other ideas are you going to introduce into Sasic? Because you mentioned neurodiversity. Well, the big thing next year is the Reaching the Boardroom project. We're working with NCSC on a number of workshops around the country where we will bring a CISO with a member of his or her board, and we will shut them in a room for the day bang their heads together and tell everybody knows what they're talking about get half a dozen or a dozen CISOs and their board levers move that around the country it's a fascinating project we're starting it off at Roke Manor in in December so what's one piece of advice you'd give to the community today be honest and courteous we're not going to go far wrong if everybody does that we're not we can't because they're all grown ups there's such a huge amount of brain power here there are massive characters here massive influences in our industry people of huge power organizations of huge influence you know and all we all have to do with each other is be honest and be polite and it would just how can it not work thanks so much to martin and now time for our cyber tip of the week watch out for emergency messages such as you have been infected with a virus these are almost always malicious and you should never click on them Thanks for listening. Do stay in touch with us on Twitter. Our handle is at Tice, T-E-I-S-S. We'd love to hear from you. For now, it's bye from us. Join us next week for more cyber wisdom. 